What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. What's good? Hey ladies and gents, this is your girl Brianna Javon with another episode of What's Good Podcast. Um, as you guys know, um, I don't have interviews. Instead, I have genuine conversations. So let's go ahead and get into it. And today I have two special guests. I have Tony and Kayler. How are y'all today? We good. are good. How are you? I'm pretty amazing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so how we usually get started, if you guys have been listening to the podcast, I always start off with icebreakers. It's just a cool the moment. Some people get nervous in front of lights and things. So it's just to calm people down. And so, um, Kayler, the first one is for you. Okay. If you found, let's just throw out a number, $100,000. Mm-hmm. Would you keep those funds, or would you try to find the person who owns it, as far as, like, turning it again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep them. You keep it? I'll keep it. Now, unless I saw somebody drop it or something, mm-hmm. then I'll go after them. But mm-hmm. if it's just there, I'll take it. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> It's on yours is, would you rather listen to music from the 90s or music today? Ah! Shit. That shit. <laughs> hey, man, give me something harder, bro. <laughs> like, Because um, you got to think of your music is today. I know. But if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be who I was. So it's like, to be without that, it'd be like a whole kind of different dimension kind of thing. It's like, you know, like mm-hmm. the time warp, like if somebody was to go back and change history, mm-hmm. you know, what would it be like now? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to know about that. Like, I, I want to <laughs> keep George Clinton and them where they are. I want to keep Jodeci and them where they are. So, no, nah, bro, it had to be 90s, bro. Okay, okay. I was wondering how you was going to answer that because I was like, you know your music is today. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> no, wait, wait. First off, don't get me wrong. My music is the shit. So I ain't going to say is. I wouldn't listen to it, but that's, hey, bro, I like, yeah. Nah. And that's it. <laughs> hey, that's it, bro. That's it. <laughs> All right. And so now we're going to get into our genuine conversation. Y'all ready? Yeah. Okay. And so uh, just to start off. Oh, I love you before this. Oh. You know what I'm saying? All right. So cute. My, hey, look, because <laughs> we don't know how real this is going to get. So. Yeesh. Love you, too. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So I think like this is probably the most toughest one because they don't agree. Like the couples, they're like, no, let me tell the real story. So how did you meet? Oh, this is easy because we'll, we'll both agree to this. Yeah. We were at, actually, no, we were both, and this is both really ironic. We were drugged to a football watch party that we didn't want to be at. My homegirl became friends with my really good homeboy. He's like, hey, bro, come to the Super Bowl watch party. And I'm like, I don't really feel like going, but fuck it. I'm going to bring a blunt because I know I'm not going to be in this hole, so I better get high. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I roll up. You know, we had the Anatole uh, on 35. Okay. And we was like on the 10th floor or something like that. And it was like this rinky. It wasn't no rinky-dink room, but it, was it wasn't. Like- it wasn't the room you it thought was pretty it was. Big. It, it was wasn't like the room. It wasn't the room you thought it was gonna be. You know, <laughs> no, like, not the really. ones you it see on like Home like, Alone and stuff. Nah, it was just. Yeah, a, it, it was, was just. A, it was a spacious area. It was. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I'm in there, and they weren't even there yet, and we're at the top. And a lot of us going down to the bar, and I'm just like, bro, I don't want to go to this bar. I don't even drink like that. I just really want to smoke because these niggas suck. They're boring right now, and. <laughs> 
uh, we had got to the bar. We was there for like 10 minutes. I had had enough. I'm like, you know what, bro? Fuck it. I'm leaving. Turn around. I see three girls walking. And I think she was on the right because Kia was in the middle. And she was the one who was the homegirl who was the mutual friend. Mm -hmm. But I see this afro. And I was like, oh. And I was like, and like, don't get me wrong. I'm not a skinsist because I have dated milk chocolate girls. But it's like I'm a sucker for light-skinned girls. Like, my... <laughs> My my favorite like one is Alicia Keys like that's, that's my baby. But anyway, uh, so you see, uh, so I saw the complaint and I'm like, okay. And then she walked past and I'm a guy, so I kind of turned around and caught a mental pick. Oh, well the black can wait. Okay, let's go, let's go upstairs. You know, so uh, we get upstairs. And as you can see, like, I'm a talker. Like, I, I can talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not scared of no fucking body. So, yeah. And she was, like, in there, like, just shooting the shit. But she was, like, throwing, like, one-liners talking shit. I'm like, yo. So, y'all are, at this point, talking. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Oh. I, I'm, I'm, it's all in my head still. I'm, I'm over here playing how it's going to go. <laughs> I haven't even said nothing to it yet. Okay. And okay. I'm just noticing. I'm just like, oh, okay. I do that. If I do that, let's see how she responds. Cause first things first. So you just watching her from afar. Like yeah, like yeah. you know, I'm I'm with my like I'm with my dude, but like, like at the same time, we I was like even watching the game. We, were we really like, weren't. We, we were just like, like playing in like different games. groups and shit, and like talking. But at the okay. time, y'all was over here at the table, like doing shots and shit. Y'all was at the shit. table too. Nah, we was over there. Sir Tom was over there sitting down and stuff. And we was over there, and then we came. But yeah, that's, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm over here. Yeah. It's not that big of a space. It's so all we're, good, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we're on several sides of the room, though. So I'm like, you know what? Let me throw something out there and see how she responds. Because mm -hmm. my first thing that I look for in a female is a sense of humor. So if you can't joke with me, even if I'm like low-key roasting you and you don't joke back mm. and you get offended, I'm just like, all right, I can't fuck with you because I'm a very sarcastic but it's fun kind of thing and okay. some people may think i play too much whatever and so i i threw a little jokey joke out there and she threw one back and i'm like oh so i caught them i was like oh, no. i'm gonna throw that one back to you <laughs> and then she caught the hoe and i'm like oh so i'm gonna knock it out the park bang so i hit like this funny ass joke whole room laughing and stuff and then she laughed too so i'm like oh after that it's a wrap so i was like let's get to the game you know, and then I started, we started talking throughout the thing. Mm. And um, long story short, we moved to the end. Uh, we were leaving and I had just ended things with my ex of five years. And this is like two months after. Mm. And I was like, you know what, bro? Fuck it. I ain't finna just be over here on no simp shit. So, uh, I was over here, I pulled the, um, Will Smith, I was like, yo, it's a kind of a rough neighborhood, you wanna walk me to my car? Like, that was Fresh Prince, too. And, and, How like... How did you, like, respond to that? No, you didn't say it like that. Yes, I did. I said Because you came thing. up, and it was me, Joya, and it was, uh, Kia. Yeah. And then we were walking ourselves to the car. Right, and I was like, yo, where y'all finna go? Oh, we finna do it. I was like, oh, wait, my fault. No, you said, can you drive me to my car? I said, cause it's a. Oh my you didn't God! Say that. I, I did. He just said, "Can you drive me?" To no, my I car. didn't. I said that. I did, but it's okay. Go ahead. She asked you. Go ahead. <laughs> and then I was like, "Go ahead." I said, "I was like, he wants something." I was like, "Okay, come on." Mm. 
So, <laughs> right then and there, I was like, you said yes, and you didn't even consult your homegirl. I was like, you are bold. I was like, I like that you can make decisions. Yes. Okay. So, we're in the car, and like, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, if she says no, she says no, and her homegirl is here. So, I was like, hey, fuck this shit, bro. Hey, um, do you mind if I like get your number so I can see you again, so on and so forth? And the friends are there, and I see y'all side out, but I'm like, I'm not playing. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'm just, yes, and waiting, you know what I mean? And uh, she ended up giving me the number, and I was like, oh. And then come to find out later, like, she, like, had a whole nigga. You did? No. And, then, and I, oh, was like, and I was like, oh, damn. So she, with, like, you having that mm -hmm. boyfriend at that time, what mm -hmm. made you feel comfortable to give your number away? Um, at the time, me and a person that I was talking to, mm -hmm. we were kind of at that stage where it was like, uh, yeah, no, mm. it's over. Like, okay. we're good. Gotcha. Like, we're not doing this. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I thought, I thought it was funny. First of all, that was the first thing I noticed. Oh, oh you're feeling yourself. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, um, I thought he was really funny and. We could keep up with each other, mm. especially like with joking and um, talking. Mm -hmm. So I was like, mm, why not? Let's try it out. Mm. Okay. So like I said, we was like on the edge, uh, me and my other dude that I was talking to. Um, so yeah, I was like, why not? Okay, okay. I mean, so when did you let him know that you were in a situation at that time? Was it like at the beginning? Like this is straight up what's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm a very straight up individual, so I'm like, yo, so do you have a dude? Like, well, what's the deal? She's like, yeah, I do, so on and so forth. But then, like, I came to Denton to the school she was at, um, came to her apartment, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm a very test the waters kind of guy. So when <laughs> I first got there, I'm making myself comfortable, like funny all that stuff, and I just lay on the bed. And I was like, I'm gonna see what she do, and she. Just sat there, kind of laid back. So I was like, oh, okay, she's comfortable. <laughs> All right. So we was watching. I mean, then again, it was my place. So why can't I be comfortable in this my room? True. Hey, but not very <laughs> women are, like, very, like, willing to show that they're willing to, like, chill like that right out the back. Because mm -hmm. dudes might think, yo, I might be able to, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's true. Because some dudes just sit on the side of the bed to be hospitable, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I had those. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so um, I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to test the wires again. We were like watching some on TV. So I was like, I just put my head on her stomach. You know what I'm saying? Just lay like this. And then she just hey, just laid there still. I was like, oh, yes. She no. Bro. I was like, yes. <laughs> she's feeling the kid. You know what I mean? Wow. So, um, and I'm not going to lie. At the time, I was feeling, but I was like, I'm not, you know, looking for a relationship. I just got out. Uh -huh. Um, you know, so it, intentions weren't just to hit it, but it was in the mix. Okay. If, if that makes sense. <laughs> it does. It does. Yes. It like, does. if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. Right. Okay. But, like, you got to throw the lob out there to see if it does happen. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> so, hey, look. Just, hey, it ha look, you got to do it, man. You got to do it. <laughs> so, with men and, you know, 
they're breaking off from relationship, right? Were you still in the healing stage or are you just like, I'm on to the next? I'm not gonna lie. It was an ex of five years. I was definitely still healing. Like, Thank you for all Like, I had, I, man, matter of fact, the best songs I've ever written were because of that <laughs> breakup. Like, on some Adele shit. Like, I'm like, yo, uh, remember my song Recovery that yeah. I haven't, I never even released? Bro, that hoe is so fucking hard. But it was like, it just started with how I was feeling at the time. Like the yeah. first lyric said, it's just me and my backwood and we vibe so good. And I got that from Ari Lennox, but I was like, you know what, bro? Like that is how I feel. I got a backwood. It's the only thing that's making me feel good. So then I took it to the next one. A new day, still the same pain. My heart breaks when I hear your name. I was like, bro, this is something. Let me, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then like, what was the next line? Trying to get you out of my head, but it ain't that easy. Memories rotating my head while I'm watching TV. Um, my homies say that with each day, things will get better. They say you'll bounce back. These feelings don't last forever. But in the meantime, in between time, a new day, uh, drowning the rain, Lord, where's my sunshine? Like, bro, I was like really awesome. Edgar Allan Poe, like my life is just a did fleeting. That, did that like go on you? Like, okay, you know what? He's still going through the motions like did you feel any of that that he was going through um definitely and also he talked about it too that's good yeah he talked hey, about, it talked about it a it. lot I, I did. was it too much it wasn't too <laughs> much because we... i thought she was gonna say yeah honestly uh... <laughs> no it wasn't it, it at first it was at first i'm not gonna lie at first it was because i'm like damn how many times we gonna keep talking about her mm -hmm. i was like you invited me over and we just talking about her mm -hmm. i was like did yes, it did. Yeah, it did. I'll come up. We had a conversation today, and then I'm like, "Oh, what? Well, hello, Kayla. How are you?" Right. I ain't do that. I ain't never do that right off the bat, bro. Don't. But you were slowly going to it, and then it was that just like all do. about that. You know what I'm saying? We got a segue. <laughs> and so, with that being stated, for the both of you guys, was trust given, or was it um, something that had to be earned? Because um, y'all both coming out of situations so mm -hmm. fresh. So we were actually cool. Like, mm -hmm. she, yeah, she had it. Like, I mean, um, do you want to tell them what it was like at first? Or? <laughs> I don't care. We first started off just as fuck buddies. It is what it is. Hidden it. <laughs> <laughs> and. It, it was that situation. In he just got out of something, mm -hmm. and I was basically getting out of mine. In mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. and, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> and then it, um, he invited me over mm -hmm. one night, and um, we were chilling. We was watching Netflix. Wow, this is so cliche. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, Netflix, chill. I mean, was that the first thing? Yes, it was. it was. That's why I said it. it's so cliche. It, 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 it literally happened just like that. Like, we mm -hmm. were chilling, watching. Um, I don't know what we were watching. Oh, yeah, we were watching something on Netflix. I know that. Right. Yeah, man, man. <laughs> and then, basically, one thing led to another. Mm. So, who came first and was like, you know what? I got feelings for you more than just what we've been doing. That, Who announced that first? Or was it mutual? That's a good question. I think that was, that happened, okay, hold up. we met, like, 
in October of the year prior to the Lauryn Hill concert. Because mm-hmm. that was September of 18? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was after we went to the Lauryn Hill and Nas concert. We was like seventh row, like really vibing. Like we uh, got dressed up, got to meet Nas and Lauryn Hill. That That's was dope. Was yeah. Cool. And then I was like, you know what, bro? Like, what became like a just a you know we see each other every so often <clears throat> but it wasn't just like just sex like no we would go out we would have fun we would like vibe like all that shit it wasn't mm-hmm. just like yo come over wham bam you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like um matter of fact i even took it this is what pissed me off one time i took it to tcu uh because they got the best burgers uh on university drive mm-hmm. dutch's burgers shout out to dutch's burgers you y'all give a shout hey out. <laughs> they're they're buns no homo like because it's wow. really the buns they are so fucking, bro. And the, the burgers is like that big. Hey, it's on University Drive, right, wow, right across the street crazy. from TCU. Hey, go Frogs, bro. I mean, go Lumberjacks, too, because I went there, too. Whatever. Um, but still, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so it came. <laughs> no, it really did come, though. Like You can tell his and I tell mine. Alright, whatever. We can like it came as like, yo, this is cool, you know what I mean? Like, but now it's like, I really do fuck with you. Like, why am I not kinda trying to pursue and see, you know, this further? Like I am at a comfortable stage where, you know, I ain't talking about my ex like that no more. Uh-huh. It's just like I'm I'm clear level headed, like, uh my dog fucks with you. <laughs> and, and, oh, she was scared as fuck of Champ yes. when I first uh when I we first... always been scared of pit bulls and he was like, Oh yeah, I got a dog. I said, What type of dog? Right. And he was like, oh, I got a pit. I said, Oh hell no, you gonna see me. And I was like, Is it like <laughs> huh? oh, Yeah, gosh. yeah. But beautiful, when I man. came to that door the first time I came over, mm-hmm. just his bark alone just sounded like he was about to like jump this fucking right door. There. That is a huge. I'm gonna get the little puppy. Yeah, it's our new puppy. Oh, yeah. I would have been nervous too, though. <laughs> yes, like how he barks, it's like vicious. Like he's gonna oh, come out that door and is. like run. He is. <laughs> so how did you get comfortable with that? Five minutes later. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! I'm like told you. No, so he's ext- yeah, he's extremely friendly. Like, mm-hmm. you come in and he's like all wagging his tail, excited, cause I mean, he's excited just to meet somebody new. Mm-hmm. girls. So I kind of got used to. Him. I was like, okay, oh, okay, he's nice. Oh, he's heavy though, and that tail. All right, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it took took not too long, honestly. It didn't take that long just to get used to him. Like I said, he's a loving dog. That's good, then. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, with your answer, when did you become comfortable? Like, okay, I want more than just the sex. I want us to be in a full-blown relationship. Um, well, I felt that way, but I didn't want to be the first one to say it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to feel like I was, like, pressuring him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. into, you know, trying to date me or right. try to be with me. So I was, I started having feelings for him. Um, I think when I, not think, this is when 
it was a couple of times, maybe like the fifth time after the fifth time we had sex. Mm. It was kind of like, you laughing? Why are you laughing? I don't know. I just thought about fifth. I was like, was there a reason after that? Was fine. But sorry. No. <laughs> Shut up. But uh, no, it was just like we just really vibed, uh -huh, uh -huh. and I. Like I said, I really thought that he was a caring person. And then just the way that he was expressing his feelings about um, his ex. And I was like, okay, so, oh, you're not a playboy. I was thinking mm. when I found out he was an alpha. Yeah. Fuck, bro. That's true. Yeah. I'm just being real. First off, let me say, I had hoes way before Alpha Phi Alpha. So it has nothing to do with me getting hoes. But let you got damn right. Hold on. First off, because there's a lot of dudes who be out here like, yo, I'm an alpha. Then they be like getting pussy just because they let it. Like, oh, yeah. True. We going to be real about the shit. Fuck that. Let's talk about um, it. So, yeah. No, nah, I had hoes before that. Anyway. All right. Sorry. So, what was one characteristic from the both of you that you felt like, oh, snap, I'm really digging that? And the same thing for her. Mine was him being as goofy as me, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's where y'all really connected. Yeah. Okay. Mine was her knowing music as well as me. Mm. I was like, I don't have to tell you who this artist is. <laughs> oh my God. This is like in in the 2010 and up, I'm like, this is an anomaly, bro. Because like people don't normally listen to whole albums anymore. This you know what I mean? So it's like when she can sing songs like the deep cuts, so I'm like, yo. This is, oh my god! Like, like, I feel like the Grinch is hard. Like when it grew like three sizes, you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh my god! Like you want to wow. just, you know, like you just want to just, oh, like oh, it's just so beautiful. Like, oh man. And how yeah. long have y'all been together now? It's about to be officially officially two be years. Two years in April. Right. In April, yeah. Okay, so mm -hmm. let's get into it. Um, let's talk about the businesses. What do you guys do? Whoever wants to start. Um, well, first things first. Uh, I'm a musician, first and foremost. Uh, I mean, what pays the bills is I work in the liquor industry, and uh, I do primarily on the side. Um, but, yeah, no. Nah, I mean, we're here to talk about the music, primarily. Well, I'll talk about primarily a little bit, too, but the regular 9 to 5, eh, that's just the 9 to 5. Ain't really nothing to write home about. Okay. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, baby. Um, I work uh work well, work for a contract agency called um Make, but they partner with Southwest, so basically I work at Southwest. Makes sense. Makes sense. And um, for as business, I mean, I also work for America too, mm -hmm. and um, I've been working a little bit on my dance, taking dance classes. So yeah. That's so good. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you were a dancer beforehand and just want yes. to pick it back up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. nice. hip-hop, jazz? I did uh, ballet, modern, African. Yes. We uh, did jazz before, too. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, I'm in cold. She cold. See, because, like, that's both talent in together. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's something else that reeled y'all in? Oh, yeah, I used to dance for... creativity. I used to dance for Disney, like, back Shut in the day. Because I know you'd yeah. be gigging, like, you'd be like, oh, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. So... Yeah. But, no, actually, like, uh, what's funny is my high school, I went to this, uh, like, prep school in Carrollton, like, to play ball. Mm -hmm. um, and 
I like, you know, I was in band, I was on drumline and stuff, so I was like, you know what? They're doing the whiz for uh the play this year, okay? Michael Jackson is my guy. I gotta <laughs> go out for this. Mm -hmm. And I auditioned, got the part. Um the and cutest I, video, because he has it. Oh yeah, Aww. she has seen it. She has seen it. Um and I did like you can't win live and I'm like did this whole moonwalk into a spin and the James Brown split. And it was live as hell. Anyway, it was a great production. But after the show, mm -hmm. this lady uh, in the crowd came up to me. And I didn't know uh, this girl who was like a little munchkin in the play. Mm -hmm. Her mother was like a Disney recruit. And she was like, wow. I loved your performance. Like, can you please come audition for this uh, group that we have that like goes and tours around the city. Then they go like to different states and perform at Disney World. So I was like, yes, I will do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, I've always wanted to perform since I was three years old. So right. I was like, this is in the back. If it's basketball or music, I'm good. Like, yes, let's go. I'm all, like, systems go, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so, yeah, I did that from age 16 to 19 until I went to TCU and, like, started playing ball and stuff. But, yeah. That's lit. Mm -hmm. And so uh, when you guys started doing Prime America, were y'all together? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. did y'all discuss it, like, hey, you know, let's go ahead and get this thing started and see what happens? How was that conversation? That was, okay, so he reached out to um, one of our older friends. Her name is Delilah. Uh -huh. And um, basically they started talking about it. He told me a little bit about it and I was like, eh. uh -huh. you know, I was like, I'm good where I am. I don't really want to do it. Right. I'm good. And so he met up with Brandon and Delilah and they started talking more about it and so he came home he was like hey babe no this is lit you're joining <laughs> he literally said it just like that and I was like so what is it about and so that's when he went into it and I was like okay okay, okay so I'm glad you went first because now I can get like the whole backstory okay. <laughs> so no like I'm over here like literally at the house because at my regular nine to five it's like we work uh, we get 40 hours a week pay, but we don't work 40 hours a week. I don't even, like, yeah, not even 20 sometimes. But anyway, yeah, it's wonderful. Merchandising. But you got to lift cases and stuff. But it's still, it's all good. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, and I was just, like, praying for, I was like, you know what? God, I need a second stream of income. Cause I got some big things coming up. Right, Me right. and Kayla got some things that we're trying to do. So I need something that can fund the music and, you know, uh, my other stuff with, keeping my bills paid mm -hmm. and lo and behold i'm on my homegirl's instagram and she had like a thing for like yo you want to make extra money uh no nine to five hours blah, blah. i'm like hmm you know what i'm not really wanting to do this but let me let me see mm -hmm. um and i reached out to my homegirl shout out delilah mosley that's my homie um but yeah uh, i reached out to her and she's not one to waste her time so I was like, let me hear this thing that there's no nine to five hours and you're not wasting your time on a scam. Uh -huh. And she was like, all I do is teach financial literacy to people and their families to help them learn money and learn about their finance. Uh -huh. And then it's like the Holy Spirit was like, ding, like, hey, you just said you wanted to learn finance. Like, and I, was, I just finished reading like uh, The Richest Man in Babylon, still in the process of reading Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, uh -huh. stuff like that. And I'm like, you know. I was just on the money subject. Let me go see what this is talking about. So she told me more about it, and we were on the phone, no lie, for about three hours because I'm a very 
skeptical person. Like, yo, all right, so if this happens, what happens? She's like, well, this, that, that. I'm like, all right, if that happened, what happens? Like, oh, that, 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 I'm like, and you mean to tell me all I got to do is basically teach people about their money. We we deal in life insurance, investments, annuities. Like, Primerica is really basically like the Walmart of the finance industry. I mean, uh, we deal with investments, home and auto, uh, uh, life insurance, securities, mm-hmm. like all of that. Okay. Um, Roth IRAs, all that stuff. Uh, um, teaching people, like, the value of money, like the rule of 72. Like, have you ever heard of that? I have not. All right, we'll, you know, we'll get into that a little later. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I'm like, you know what? I have people who need to know this information. She's right. like, that's exactly why I got into it. She's like, I got my uh, my mother life insurance policy, my cousin, my other. I'm like, you know what? I need life insurance. Why you, you playing? Right. And then she was like, yeah, because it's good uh, to get life insurance while you're young. Now, I've always heard from my mom, shout out moms, because she always says you need to get life insurance while you're young. But my right. question is, why? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then she was just like, well, it'd just be good if you could because you know, it'd be like a not a vague thing, but it'd be mm-hmm. like something that was not what I was trying to hear. Delilah was like, yo, the younger you are, the cheaper your policy is. For sure. Bet. Okay. So sure. here's my thing. I just took out a $250,000 policy on myself. It costs about, on average, what, 10000 to bury somebody? Mm-hmm. So when I die, $240,000 is going straight to my unborn children that are like, you right. know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. I'm all about building generational wealth. Mm-hmm. One thing that I learned from uh, being with Prime America is the, uh, the Jewish, the Caucasians, and like other races, they actually take out life insurance policy strategically. Mm-hmm. Because when you start to, uh, or I'm sorry, when you can fully live well above your means, like you don't have to want for anything, right. you no longer qualify for life insurance. Uh, so that's true, that's after true. that, you can take your policy and roll all of that money in that policy and roll it over into a Roth IRA, which mm-hmm. is like basically a Superman of savings accounts. Mm-hmm. And like it grows at like what and I've, the lowest I've seen is like 9%. The highest is 20 from what I've heard. That's uh, and mm-hmm. when I teach you the rule of 72, you'll see why that's important. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know what, bro? Like, we really do need to know this. Like, how many people, like, have GoFundMes for funerals all the time? Yes. Or you, like, go to churches and somebody can't pay their hospital bills, so on and so forth. Like, there's one uh, one good thing about the life insurance policy that Kayla and I have, what's called a waiver of premium. Mm-hmm. Waiver of premium is that when you become disabled, the Primerica will actually pay out your premiums uh, for you until you get back on your feet and back to work so that's no that's no money out your pocket that's right. extra going toward what you need to go toward mm-hmm. and i'm like you know what bro like this is dope <laughs> like no for real and it's like i have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of life shit like i said how much you think i'm paying a month for that i know mine is about the same i only pay 28 for oh for real mm-hmm. yeah i'm only at what 50 but that's only be uh yeah, 50 a month. And I'm just like, yo, this is dope. Because one, I own the policy. It's mine so that I can like, uh, even if I wanted to like uh, use it as like a business thing, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this is cool. So it's like, not only is it helping me, but it's also an investment tool as well. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. So once I learned that, and I talked to Brandon. Now, Brandon's 28. He's a regional vice president in the company. And he, uh-huh. uh, now, don't get me wrong. He didn't start out, like, making all this money. Like, right. even when he was 18, um, he was doing it, like, living in a one-bedroom apartment, like, no friends, all this stuff. And uh-huh. then uh, at 21, he came back because he was in Houston and started taking it, you know, for real, for real. Uh-huh. Uh, by the time he was 24, he had $100,000 saved up. 
uh, from Primerica alone. I could do a lot with a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> right now he makes two hundred over two hundred a year. That's and he's crazy. Yeah, and I'm just like, yo, this is dope. So I'm mm -hmm. like, if Brandon can do it, and he his only like history. Shout out Brandon Reed, real guy, uh, my uh, RVP, great guy. I was like, if Brandon mm -hmm. can do this, I was like, I definitely can do this because you used to work at Walmart. No disrespect to you, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But it's like, it really is that simple. Right. It's like at Primerica, like we don't try to reinvent the wheel. It's mm -hmm. just we give you the formula and then you make the formula work for you. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing that really uh, promoted me to district leader, because uh, me and Brandon started out together, and um, I was like, okay, well, his sales approach is differently than mine. He's, like, very, like, prestigious, you know what I'm saying? And, no, I mean, that's his stilo. Like, there ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, like, no, Brandon's my guy. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That works for him. Now, me, more so, the people that I'm going to be with, they're like that, but they want you to just talk to them. Mm -hmm, so, Miss mm -hmm. um, Peggy Hightower, shout out Miss Peggy Hightower. She is the first female uh, African-American millionaire in Primerica. Mm -hmm. um, we were at... Um, Coach Brand or not Brandon, uh, Coach Rodney Reed's house, and we were talking one night, and her son said something that really stuck out to me. He said, "When I got in Primerica, it didn't work for me, but then something clicked because it's not that Primerica doesn't work; is that I didn't know how to make Primerica work for me." And I was like, "Damn it, he's right." <laughs> I was like, "You know what? Like, in a sense, it's like." F this. Like, let me just go talk to these people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when I started like talking, I'm like, bro, do you got life insurance? He's like, nah. Like, why well, I need it? Like, case of point, I got like my plug life insurance. Like, for real. Mm -hmm. Like, we meant life insurance. Yeah. And like, I broke it down. So I'm like, all right, you didn't really understand. Right, break. Let's break it down like this. Let's say you got two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of weed, right? He's like, yeah. I said, all right, cool. Now that's that's the way you don't use it. He's like, yeah. I said, okay, cool. Now let's say you're on the block selling it and you get shot. He's like, boom, all right, cool. You you die. He's like, all right, yeah. I said, okay. Now watch this. If young dudes under you take that two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth, we stash the way, sell it, and all the pro profits from it go to your family, bro. I, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. My fault. <laughs> Talk but about but passionate. no, but that but that was his response. He was like, bro, I need that. I'm like. I know you just didn't have anybody to give it to you the way you could understand. Mm -hmm. And then like the very like what two days later wrote on policy like all him on him and his son. So I'm just like, yo, you are covered. Like yes, this is dope. And it's like this feels good. You know what I'm saying? Like not only am I getting paid to do this, but it's just like yo, I'm helping people. Mm -hmm. Like and this is people that really do need to know. Now some people who've never heard of America, obviously you're going to be skeptical. It, right. I mean, I'm I'm ready for that. I'm not I'm not I have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. But it's just like some people do it stubbornly, and I'm just like, yo, you don't realize this is really beneficial. Like, oh, well, I don't need it right now. I'm like, okay, I got you. You know, I'm not gonna force it on you, but mm -hmm. it's just like, why don't you think you need it right now? Mm -hmm. Well, it's just like, well, I'm cool. I'm healthy. I'm like, isn't that the better reason to get it now? You know what I mean? Because when you exactly mm -hmm. see, like, you understand. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, you were taught. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so it's just like those type things. It's just like, yo, we just gotta like break that, man. It's mm -hmm. just like, yo, we we're really not out to like scam. There isn't a, mm -hmm. it's not really not a scam at all. Right. So it's just like, yo, just hear. And I'm I'm not like I said, I don't force it on anybody. But it's like, yo, mm -hmm. if you want to hear this out, yo, we'll talk about it. Right. And then once you hear the facts, you'll make the decision for yourself. Right. Kayla's yeah. seen it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, my teacher, uh, my homegirl, who's a teacher, she didn't know. <clears throat> Um, that some of uh, your life insurance policies, like the group life insurance policies, you're out of school four months out the year. Mm -hmm. Well, in a group policy, some policies, it says that 
if you're not on company time on company property and you die you don't get your death benefit that's paid up it doesn't pay out it don't pay out you can be on summer break on like on the beach something just boom happen to you right you're not covered you don't have life insurance. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because group policies, you don't own the policy. That's the CEO. That's you know what I'm saying? So, uh -huh. like, you never get to see it. Right. So, they always push you to get the cheapest one. Like, my homegirl was like, yo, they gave us a whole day seminar and told us which one to pick. I was like, now do you see why? They're yeah. trying to save money. Mm -hmm. It's not about you. It's the right? cheapest with those companies, too. Exactly. Right. And that's the main thing that I hear, like, from some people when they don't want to hear, oh, well, my policy's, like, real cheap, so I'm cool with this. And I was like, you got to get your second one. Because let's say if you move from that job, y'all tell me if I'm wrong. If you move from that job, you lose those benefits. It doesn't go with you anywhere that's, else. That's correct. Oh. That's correct. That's correct. So it's just like, um, you. these are the tidbits, like the, the I call it the medicine and the sugar that I be trying to like put out there. The medicine um, and the sugar. No, like for real. Because like, uh, I just did this feature verse. Uh, on, on Shout out to Taya Takaso. You know, he just had his Afrilux album. Everybody go get that on all streaming platforms. Uh, we had this uh, track called Money. And his like real braggadocio of all And I'm like, yo, that's cool. I'm like, this is, this is cool. I fuck with it. Uh, he was like, yo, I want you to come do a verse. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. This is about money. I said, okay. I said, uh, all right, I'm going to use this as a way to just put people up on game, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying, uh, about how money works. So, like, uh, my first, I started out, like, it wasn't even about money, but I was like, you little niggas better stay on my grass like Stanley, like Friday. Let go of my hoes too demanding. Pussy mm -hmm. on the brain of distraction. Cut ties so a nigga live lavish. Like, I'm already telling you, like, yo, stop worrying about sex. Like, bro, I've been there. Like, you really ain't shit. Focus on your shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um... Cut ties so a nigga live lavish. Better back up like the barcade. Had to spin around like the OJs. Good investment, stay on replay. Invest your mind, that's the brain game. Only way the money can maintain. Uh, dang it. Uh, shit, I really forgot that. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, y'all get it. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just like, yo, you need these gems, bro. So it's like, we can turn up, you know what I'm saying? But it's let's turn up. Talk about some real, like some turn up shit, but let's throw some real shit in the turn up shit. That's you know true. what I mean? Like that way we can really be out here. Like Jay Z was doing the same thing. That's why uh -huh. we still quote his lyrics. Outcast doing the same thing. And that's what makes music timeless. You know what I'm saying? It's not really always about a party, but like, yo, let's party and actually talk real shit uh -huh. amongst the party. Like that's what the billionaires do. True. I mean, you saw the Rock Nation brunch. Everybody's there for a whole brunch, but like, yo, everybody's turning up, but yeah, everybody right that's turning up is like billionaires and millionaires. Uh -huh. You know what uh -huh. I mean? So uh -huh. they're turning up the right way. That's true. You know, so that's what Primerica really was like a diamond in the rough, I will say. Like it it was dope. Uh -huh. You know, so anybody that's looking to make extra income doesn't want nine to five hours and doesn't want to be in you one building all day. Me. Hey, no, real talk. <laughs> Come to us. Uh, I think my uh, base shop is actually the number one uh, team in Texas at the moment. Nice. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Lila Mosley. She was a uh, number one uh, salesperson in one of the departments in Prime America. But yeah, no, mm -hmm. we're really working over here. Like, it's not no, uh, yo, like, yo, you should do this, you should do that. No, nah, mm -hmm. we're really on some stuff. Like, Let's meet here. Let's meet there. Mm -hmm. So, no, nah, we'll meet up. Matter of fact, um, my IG, Tony J R T O N Y J R underscore music. Yeah, hit me up for music and Primerica inquiries, bro. Like, we do that, you know? So, yeah. Okay. And so, um, I wanted to ask you guys, when you guys have those ideas, like, she came to you with Prime America, 
how do you guys um, relate that information to your partner and then for them to agree with it? Is it a situation like, let's plan it out or I trust you, babe, let's just go for it? I know Kayla. And if she's not interested, she's not interested. So it's like, you gotta, hey, babe, we're about to do this like little venture. Now, you're not telling her, it's just like, yo, let me tell you what I'm talking about, and then, you know, we can discuss about it, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And then when I told her how uh, lucrative it was, she was like, oh, I can make money every day. Like, we get paid every day. <laughs> Not bi-weekly. Oh, okay. So all I did was just appeal to her better nature. Like, yeah, like, um, she... <laughs> true. So how are you with him? Like, if you have an idea, like, how would you approach it with him? Is he like, oh, you know, I trust it, babe. Or you got to present it the appeal way, like he mentioned. Um, with me, uh, you have to present it to his appeal. Or I'll, like, I always lead off with, like, okay, babe. So I had an idea. And he's like, mm, what's the idea? <laughs> And then that's what I'm going to. <laughs> I always leave that. I was like, well, I was just thinking. He like, oh, what you thinking about? Nah, I don't do the second one. It's just when you come in with the software. I had an idea. I'm like, oh, shit. What is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all. Like, oh, shit. What is she doing? <laughs> Okay, so um, with the dancing, mm -hmm. were you like, okay, babe, let's get it? Or were you like, oh, you know, let's see, what, what, what can we do? Are you like a planner or are you just like, let's go for Hell it? Hell no, you got damn right. I was like, look, because, all right, one thing I know about Kayla, when she comes home from work, it's always negative. So I'm like, <laughs> like when at the job she was working with, no disrespect to the people that was there, but it's just like, it wasn't where she wanted to be. So mm -hmm. I'm like... I've always been do what you love to do. Like, my first job was at a shoe store because I love shoes. So, like, everything I've done, I've done around things that I love to have been interested in. Mm -hmm. So, it's like I've never taken a job just to take it. So, like, I was like, why do you, are you here? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, like, and it was hard for her to convey to me because I've never lived like that. No disrespect to, you know, her. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yo, like, what the fuck are you still doing there? Mm -hmm. You know, she was like, well, I've always been wanting to get back to dance. I'm like, you think? You're dancing all the time. Like, you're doing show tunes down the stairs when we leave to go somewhere. Like, you're jumping and spinning around and doing all this. I'm like, you don't think you were built, like, made to dance? I was like, God gifted you with this for a reason. Like, what do you know? Really? I was like, what are you waiting for? You know, and she was like, you know, you might be right. I'm like, might be? Hit another spin in the kitchen. Like, okay, you can get paid to do that. You know what I mean? So it's like, what are you wasting your gift for? So what does that support look like on his end for you? Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> um I feel like I'm a motivator. I'm going to motivate you to do what you feel that is right for you. Like, if you, like for him, he loves music. I'm going to push you to do music. Mm -hmm. Like, so... I remember coming in one day, and he, like, this is when we lived in Louisville. He was on the couch, and he was just kind of, like, down. Like, he wasn't, like, really excited like he normally is when I come home. We, like, talk and all this good stuff. But he was, like, really quiet that day. And so, in his old apartment, he had, like, 
songs on top of songs on top of songs just hanging up mm -hmm. like Oh, yeah, never yeah, recorded, like, never, yeah. like, went to the studio to uh -huh. do anything. Like, it's just songs that he just written, like, uh -huh. came out of nowhere. Something could come up and he gonna write a song. Uh -huh. That's literally how he is. I mean, still is. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but only we don't have, like, rows of songs on the uh -huh. wall anymore. No. But, um, just... I just remember him being like very down. It just wasn't what I was used to when I came back to the house. I asked him what was wrong and he said, I feel like I'm just here. Mm. I'm just here. I'm not really, you know, doing what I want to. I'm not really, you know. I was working at 24. Yeah, he was working at 24. Up. Like he was working at 24 hours. He basically wasn't making the money that he wanted. Right. And he just wasn't happy there. Like, he liked the customers. He just oh, didn't yeah, like the cool. people that he was working with. Mm -hmm. Just my general like, manager. Everybody else was cool. Oh, well. But him. the general he manager, like he was the head honcho. He was just like, bro. Yeah. And so I was asking him, I was like, what's wrong? He was telling me how he really wanted to do his music. And he really wanted to, you know, get out there and just have his music playing. Like, he couldn't wait till he got to that um he couldn't wait till he got to that uh, point in his life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why don't you just do it? I was like, you know people. Right, right, I was right. like, you know people who sing. You know people who rap. I was like, can you like meet up with them? Try mm -hmm. to get in the studio with them. Right. Or like just be around it. Mm -hmm. I was like, why aren't you doing it? I was like, you have songs. I hear you sing every day. Mm -hmm. I hear, mm -hmm. I see you literally like. He won't even let him, like, he won't even let me talk to him when he writing a song. Oh, I can't, like, true. I can't, like, true. I can't that talk to him. I'm like, hey, this is the, I'm, I'm writing. Like, mm -mm, I'm writing. I'm mm -mm, like, come, mm -mm. I was just asking the question. <laughs> so, I was like, I see this passion. I see this is something that you really want to do. I was like, do it. Right. Like, really do it. Mm -hmm. That's really the good. time that stick out for me was... We was at Deep Elm Art Co. Shout out Deep Elm Art Company. And we, it was me, Taylor, and Kev. Shout out Taylor Morgan. What up, Kev? Hey, girl. Black Canvas <laughs> host. You know what I'm saying? What up, Kev? Um, and, oh, yeah, wait. Taylor, yo, two-year anniversary. Welcome to my sesh coming up, too. Yep, so, y'all, be yep. that. I don't know if this will be out by then, but, hey, hopefully you went. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so we were about to sing and at the early stage of our relationship, without fail, it would piss me off every time. We would always get into an argument the day I got to sing somewhere. Um, and it got to the point, I was like, this was like maybe the fourth or fifth time. And it would be over dumb shit. Like, and yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> and I was we just had like, some really dumb arguments. Yeah, like, and I was just like, what the fuck, bro? Like, so... At that day, I was like, bro, fuck it. I'm not even singing, bro. Like, I was so mad. Oh. And But watch this. She flipped, She pulled a me on me, and it pissed me <laughs> off even more, though. She was like, nigga, didn't you say this is what you wanted to do, and you going to say you ain't going to sing because of an argument, bro? I was like, oh, I want to fight you, but this is sexy as hell, bro. Oh, my God. I really want to put the paw. Like, ah, like, I'm not going to fight you, obviously. But I'm like, yo, ah, I love you. Uh, nah, uh. So, like, yeah. And then, like, I got my ass on stage. I was like, damn. 
she really got me, bro. Like, and what I mean by got me, I'm like, she really got my back. Like, yo, like, even in the midst of an argument, like, bro, I ain't gonna let you piss this shit away just because we had an argument. You better take your angry ass up there and sing. I was like, I'm gonna fire you up when I get back. But, hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna sing, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, I realized, I was like, yo, she really is a rider, bro. Like, she really does support... Like, I mean, even amidst, like, some, like, naysayers and stuff, like, nah, she That's she really you. does. And I'm just like, this is this is dope. So let me ask you this, Kayla. Mm -hmm. um, with him being a musician, like you mentioned Alpha and this, this, mm -hmm. and that, how <laughs> do you keep your mind sane, like, you know, he getting all this attention, but that's my man. How do you keep sane thoughts? Um, I know what I have. I know, that's I know how he is. <laughs> <laughs> I know... I just know him. Lawrence, at first, because <laughs> I feel like he knows what I'm about to say. Oh, I already know, bro. Okay, so at first, I was just like, you got all these girls that are your friends. Who are they, first of all? I was like, where are they coming from? Mm -hmm. Oh, my friend, so-and-so. First, I ain't never heard of this girl. <laughs> like, you ain't never brought her up. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. yes, I have. No, you haven't. I would have remember. I remember all the other ones. Oh, Why don't at, I remember this one? That happened at the concert too, at the Lauryn Hill concert. Yeah, like, we heard. We hey, were. Hey, hey, I didn't I even said, know. I didn't even know where that came oh, from. That happened twice. It was a yeah. nickname. Yo, no, yeah. no, they call me LC. Like that's, that's my like. I mean, my real name is okay. Lauren, so they like they were like, hey LC, you know, like, what's up. Uh, that happened actually, yeah, outside the concert. Well, it happens a lot. That ha no. I'm used to it now. <laughs> Yo, it was LC outside. Because I'm just saying, like, oh, uh, he just literally knows everybody now. Like, I just, with somebody who just knows everybody. Yeah. Everybody um, went to SFA. I said, God damn, how many SFA people are with me? Or just some people in Dallas, bro. Like, yeah. I just be... Remember the uh, festival on Greenville? My homeboy John, he's like, bro, it's my sandbox, nigga. He's like, bro, you know everybody. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, we grew up together. Like, we really did know each other. Yeah. Wow. So how do you keep her safe in those moments? Whew. Okay, so it is a tough thing. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, it's like being an artist, you have to, and it's, and I got, like, practice with being an alpha, but... That really wasn't good practice because I lost my relationship off of it. But, I mean, we're just being honest. Um, but it's like you you have to be sociable. And sometimes the friendliness that I give, like, as you can see, I'm always smiling. I, I make jokes. I make one-liners. In the common world, that, that's considered, like, flirtation or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm, my tongue is slick. She'll tell you that. Like, And it's not like a... a like I'll fire you up, slick. It's just like a, I'm like I can make you laugh. I can do this. I can do that. Mm -hmm. And they do play into it. And I'm like, yo, this is fun. Like, okay, mm -hmm. cool. We just kicking it. Now she does see it. I remember one time we were at uh, Welcome to My Sesh uh, when it was at Max Southside, mm -hmm. across from Twelve Police Station. Mm -hmm. um, Twelve Police Station. Um, and we were at Cam. What up, Cam? Uh, Illuminati, I think that's his <laughs> Instagram name. Wow. Uh, anyway, um, we were at his Halloween party because we were in between sets, and we went over there just to feel the vibe or whatever. And like, I didn't know that Kayla had came with uh, Taylor because Taylor was there for her personal reasons. Mm -hmm. And the first thing uh, Kayla saw was just me dancing, and these girls were just hyping me up. 
And then my homeboy, shout out to Dev, shout out Chandler. Uh, they was like, bro, I'm like, I'm still dead. I'm just having fun. Like, bro, I'm like, what? They're like, bro, your girl behind you. I'm like, oh, she good, bro. She know I do this. Like, I'm, and I'm not saying that. It's like, yo, she knows I'm like over here flirting with my girl, but she knows I'm going to be dancing stuff. And even when we left, it was like, who was that? And I told her exactly who they were. Because it's like, you have to have that level of trust now. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, like, there has been some times where the trust has been questionable. I mean, we're being honest here. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like, you, I really do commend Kayla because it's like, sometimes, like, some, she really don't have to deal with it. You know what I mean? Because being an artist's girlfriend is a lot of work that mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize because we're in and out of the studio. Kayla was there every set because she loves, I mean, I love when she's there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she don't know shit about recording but she'll be in there with headphones in watching her netflix like it's nothing and i'm like yo that's a real one bro like yeah and like we just be in there smoking chilling she on her netflix she might get her a beer uh if um my manager cat shout out cat uh if she comes in because she be drinking beer all the time um but it's just like yeah like nah she really is i mean i'm sorry it really is a tough thing like being in the studio be uh at performance doing this podcast interview like <laughs> but like she's like oh we out of element yeah like <laughs> she's like we were supposed to cook i was like yeah babe but come on we gotta do this podcast it's gonna be fun you know she was like oh, okay come on so it, it really is like strenuous sometimes i have to go out of town like i've done things in houston before i've mm-hmm. flown to atlanta and sang before so it's just like it's being that ride or die like my she keeps me grounded if that's make mm-hmm. if that makes sense and everybody needs it. Like, my homeboys keep me grounded, but it's nothing like your girl doing it. Like, because there could be situations where, you know, you start to blow up streaming numbers-wise, followers-wise, mm-hmm. and they start to play into, oh, baby, we coming, yeah, yeah, baby, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, bro, but this is work, bro. This is not a turn-up. Like, this is a, a real thing. Like, we're discussing mm-hmm. marketing. Like, most of the time when Kayla comes on, I'm on the phone with somebody discussing business or whatever, like for real. Mm-hmm. And then or the kingdom. Or talking about the kingdom. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You know, mm-hmm. business, kingdom, work, music, primary. That's all mm-hmm. we do. But yeah, so um, I really do appreciate Kayla because like she's been there like, and we've gotten through some over through some big hurdles like for real, mm-hmm. for real. Mm-hmm. So like for her to stick it out, um, and it's like. Well, I'll let you get into that um, family stuff. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, so it's just like, yo, she really is a writer. And, yo, shout out to all the girlfriends of the artists, bro, because y'all are real ones, man, because we put y'all through a lot of shit. What would you say, Kayla, as far as, like, a woman listening right now that's dating an artist? Like, what type of advice would you give her? Um, to definitely be patient, motivate them, um, be his biggest fan, Mm. his biggest supporter, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. his biggest advocate, like, advocate for him, like, advocate for him. Like, honestly, with Lawrence, it took a while. I've never dated anybody that was musically inclined honestly um who does music so with him it was a little bit different i never dated anybody as sociable as him too Mm. he talks to everybody he knows everybody Mm -hmm. like 
it was something to get used to. Right. I was just like, it was somebody new at every, almost every place we went to. <laughs> oh, I know him. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. How? Right. Like, Remember we were at like, your uh, Aunt Pam's house, and your Uncle Kevin's <laughs> brother, he knows my cousin, and then his son knows my cousin came, and they're like, you know Kevin? I'm like, yeah, that's my cousin. Like, bro. <laughs> just like, knows it. See? Just knows right. everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, honestly, just be there for them. I mean, because he's had some times to where um, he was discouraged. Mm. And, like, I felt like as a girlfriend or as a, you know, as a half, you really need to be there for him. Like, let him know if he's good, he's good. What he needs to work on. Right. He needs to work on it. Mm -hmm. Like, be there. Good. All right, y'all. So we're going to get into the next segue. Um, this is highs and lows. Um, we're going to start with the highs first. Anything that you guys are able to accomplish together, if that's with Prime America, if that's with the music, if this is, you know, supporting her through the dance career, what is something that you guys can say, yes, we did that? Um, one, um, our relationship with God yeah. as a whole. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what y'all talking about with the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh man, shoot, that's not even on the thing. We that we talk for hours about that, and we can get into it if you want to. But mm -hmm. um, first and foremost, like when I started learning about the kingdom, and I say the kingdom because I refer from religion, because one of the things I've learned once I read the Bible and actually like understood it. Um, well, disclaimer: I've known the Bible since I was five. I didn't understand it till I was twenty-eight, and once mm -hmm. I went back to uh, the original writings, because the Old Testament is written in uh, Hebrew and Aramaic, uh, and the Greek was written in Hebrew but transferred to Greek because Rome was ruling the whole world at the time. So once I went back and did the history, uh, I went back to the original writing, and I was like, you know what? These words might not mean the same in English that they did back then. Mm -hmm. Um and I learned this all from Dr. Miles Monroe, uh, who's from the Nassau Bahamas, but he died in 2014. But his sermons and stuff are still on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And he's really the only pastor that I know that has ever explained the kingdom in this way. And it works because I, I work it like every day. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I uh, started to realize, I was like, wait a minute. When you go back and read the four gospels, because our whole point is to be Christ-like, the only thing Jesus ever preached was the kingdom. He mm -hmm. never preached himself. He never told anybody that he came to start a religion. Matter of fact, when he gave the disciples authority to preach, he told them what to preach. And he did that when I went back and read it because he did miracles before he gave them authority to preach. Mm -hmm. So they saw the kingdom in action. So if he gave them authority to preach, it would have been real easy for them to say, we know a man who can get your fish where there's no fish. We know a man who can turn water into wine. And that sounds just like the church of today. But he told his disciples, as you go, preach this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Now, when I went and looked up near in the, in the uh, Greek, because it's in the New Testament, mm -hmm. near not only does it mean close, it means within reach. And I'm like, so wait a minute. So when Jesus was baptized by John and he was filled with the Holy Spirit, holy crap. Like, and I'm really going forward because for the sake of time, it's like, yo, the Holy Spirit is your direct line to the kingdom. Like Dr. Miles Monroe always said, 
uh, it really stuck with me. He said, if you want to know what Adam lost, just study what Jesus brought. And um, one of the things that I was thinking about was, I was like, okay, we always say the whole eat the apple thing was sex. I was like, you know, it couldn't have been that because all that doesn't make any sense because the Bible is literal, but it's a book of like with principles and parables with the right. truth hidden in the story. So you got to mm-hmm. search it out. So I was like looking all that up and then I was just like seeing, I was like, yo, this is really not what it is. So when I saw Jesus's parables, I started to look up the things that he said the kingdom was like, because I noticed you had to understand Palestinian culture in order to know what he's talking about in these parables. Like I said, the parable, a parable is a story with the truth hidden in the story. So you right. really have to search it out to see what it means. So, like, we'll take the parable of the yeast. He said, the kingdom of God is like yeast. And I was like, huh, okay. So, I learned from Dr. Monroe. Like, he's like, did you know that yeast is alive? I was like, oh, crap. That's your clue. Okay. If the kingdom of God is like yeast, that means the kingdom is alive. Most people say the kingdom hasn't come yet. But he says it's alive. And this was 2,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. So, there's a disconnect somewhere. And then he said, even though uh, it is small, it infects the whole load. So, I'm like, okay. So, wait. If the kingdom is alive, and if it's small, it infects. Okay. So, that means one kingdom citizen in one area can affect the entire area in a different way, in a spiritual way. Like, and you won't even recognize it. Okay. It's like there's some people that, okay, case in point, there's some people that you're around and you automatically know the vibe is off. Like, and it's I'm not, and, and, it's, and it's not even from facial expression. Mm-hmm. It's like you just know something wrong. Right. But then you come around somebody and they're just so pleasant. Like mm-hmm. they never really want for anything. They never talk about needs. They're just always like blessing others and mm-hmm. giving others. I'm like, yo, this, this dude is cool. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, wait a minute. That's just kingdom law because you're supposed to love your neighbor. Like, I'm like, oh, that is why he said you are the salt of the earth. Because, excuse me, because when you do this, you make them feel a certain way, and then it infects them, and then it infects them. It's like, I'm like, oh, my God, these parables are coming to life now that I'm, like, going back and looking at all this stuff. And, like, the biggest one that I hate, and I'm, I don't hate anything, but it's, like, one of the ones that they say, be fruitful and multiply. I want to really, like, teach on that because I'm like, it's not what y'all think it means. Because everybody says that means to have kids. I'm like, wait a minute, bro. That's what everybody says. And I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Having kids is easy. But one thing I noticed uh, in, and I don't mean easy in terms to, like, uh, women who can't really produce. I mean, like, the process is mm-hmm. easy. Okay. Yeah, so... But one thing I noticed with everybody who did something great in the Bible, the process to get to that vision was hard. It was hard as hell. Moses had a stutter and had to go talk to somebody. Joshua had to lead a million people just because Moses hit a rock and couldn't go into the promised land. Now it's like David had to uh, fight all these wars and he was like wrote the book of Psalms on the run. That's why I always said, for you, are Lord, you are Lord or a shield for me. I'm like... So everybody's vision was hard. Joseph, he had to go to jail before he was regent prince uh, in Egypt. And I'm just like, okay, so it must not mean to have sex. So I was like, let me go back. So I went to look up fruitful in the Hebrew. It means to produce fruit. So it literally means, what is it? When a tree produces fruit, it's being productive. Right. So he's saying, be productive and multiply your productivity. Fill the earth and subdue it. Subdue in the Hebrew means to control. 
Fill the earth with your product and control it. There's a McDonald's on every corner. They're following Genesis 128 and they don't even know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I see so, what you did. so that shows how God's mm-hmm. laws are really just universal laws that you are mm-hmm. supposed to like really implement and learn from. So like fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every living thing that rules along the ground. But what he means by rule is, watch this. Your gift is podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Mine is in, or mine is music and all that. Hers is dance. Mm-hmm. So we all have different gifts and we lead in different areas. Right. So he's saying literally rule in your area of influence. Oprah, her area of influence is talk show. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, his area of influence was music. Chris Brown, same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are y'all reading it this way? Yeah. It's like he's literally giving you the keys to success. Ecclesiastes 11 verse 1. Ship your grain across the sea and after many days you'll receive a return. Case in point, my music was heard in over 14 countries from March to, uh, what, December. And that's not a big thing. But once I looked at my Spotify numbers, I went to the little bank account thing, and I got paid for it. Nice. And, I, and I realized, wait a minute, that scripture is teaching me to be an exporter. Think about farmers. Oh. Think about farmers. Think about farmers. They grow crops, and they take it to market. What happens mm-hmm. when they take it to market? You get paid. Mm-hmm. So instead of being an importer, be an exporter, and you'll be able to import whatever you want. That's why eleven. That's why Ecclesiastes eleven verse two says, "Invest in seven streams, yes, in eight, for you do not know when disaster will come upon the land. Mm-hmm. Have more than one revenue stream, so that when times get bad, you're not ass out." Yeah. It's like, bro, it's simple. The Bible is a book of 66 books with principles and parables to teach you how to live. Case in point, when you bought this phone, Mm -hmm. the first thing you saw when you opened the box was not the phone. It was a small little book. And the first thing it had on probably the first two pages is, do not operate near water. Do not use in cold conditions. Do not operate in extreme heat. Do not do this. Doesn't that sound like uh, Exodus when he gave uh, God gave the Ten Commandments? Uh-huh. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not create for yourself or your uh, uh, your a graven image. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. It's laws that guarantee your success. I had to think about it. In kingdom, we live in a democracy, so the people make the law. But in kingdom, the king's word is law. So you can't just do what you want to do when you want to do it. You have to follow the law. But here's the thing, though. It's not that you can't have fun. Laws don't hinder you. They protect you. Like, case in point, Kayla knows my biggest guilty pleasure was sex. Hey, it is what it is. Anyway, um, but when it was told to me in church, they're like, don't have sex. Why? Because it's bad. God said you shouldn't. But you said God forgives, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Then I can go do it. Like, that's what people think. <laughs> and that's really what I thought. I'm a preacher's kid, too. Like, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I've known the Bible for a long time. So, once I, I was just sitting one day, and I was just, like, meditating. I was like, you know what, bro? I got to get this sex thing under control. But why would I? Why is it so good? And I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, Okay. It says we're made in God's image. Image in the Hebrew is related to like function and how we operate. Uh-huh. So sex is a natural function, sure. I mean, it, and it's it's a function that God implemented for a purpose. God does everything with purpose. So when He says like, also when He's like, fill the earth, it's like 
Sex is easy. So create more dirt bodies so I can get my Holy Spirit inside them and I can have them do more works for me and for heaven and all this stuff. Because, I mean, think about Moses. He was just God's advocate. Mm -hmm. Joshua, same thing. David, same thing. So we're all working for God in a different way. We just don't understand or may not know the purpose that we're supposed to walk in yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Minus through music. It's like, yeah, we're here talking about relationship stuff, but now we're talking about the kingdom, which is what we're supposed to be talking about anyway. anyway. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm still ruling in my area of influence and I'm still doing my kingdom duty. But anyway, back to the law stuff. It's like, so a king's word is law. And he says, you know, if you follow my laws, and I learned God's favorite word is if. He's like, if you follow my laws, if you follow my ordinances, if you meditate on my word, keep this law on your list, meditate on my word. I'm like, then he says, it will make your way prosperous. I'm like, okay. So he's literally saying, I just got to read this book over and over and over and over till I have it embedded in my head and I'll be straight. Think about Jesus when he went to go get tempted by Satan. He didn't mm -hmm. fight Satan with prayer. He fought him with scripture. Yeah. Turn these stones into bread. It is written, man. So I live by bread alone, bro. Chill out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? And he's like, uh, throw yourself down. It's, it's written. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Come on, bro. Let's do it around me. And I'm like, yo, this is actually kind of cool. So I was like, let me start learning this stuff. And I really just started learning it and implementing it. And it's like, I can tell you, I have like what we call evidence because Jesus said, you will be witnesses unto me. What I learned is witnessing is a court term because mm -hmm. you stand on the witness stand, right? Mm -hmm. But you can't witness without evidence. Mm -hmm. So you can say God is your God, but you're broke. You can say God is your God, but you can't provide for some. And I'm not saying that, you know, most church people are like, you know, doing it wrong. I'm just saying like, everybody had evidence as to how God showed up in their life. Mine mine is simple. Like, I linked up with uh, my homeboy, Yash Dupre. Shout out Dupre Studios. They were in Dallas, but they just moved to Tampa. Um, but I linked up with them in January. And, you know, I didn't even know, dude. Like, I met him through uh, my Uncle Mike. Shout out Uncle Mike. We used to uh, lift that fitness connection together. He's like this older dude. And uh, once he found out I did music, he linked me with Yash. And I was like, okay, you know, I thought the dude he was talking about was black, but he was like this, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow looking guy. But I thought he was white, <laughs> but trying to find out he's Puerto Rican. Y'all should my guy. You know, I got to fuck with you. Um, but anyway, um, good hands, boy. Um, but, <laughs> but anyway, what was supposed to be a 30-minute visit when I went, I ended up staying like six hours. Kayla had to call me and ask where I was at because we were vibing so well. Like, I'm like, yo. I was just talking about I needed another place to record. And my manager, Kat, shout out to Kat. Like, when I say we recorded 26 songs in the span from March to, I think, about maybe September, I didn't pay one dime for studio time. That's beautiful. But I'm in a state-of-the-art studio. Yash used to be in studio sessions interning with Dr. Dre and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I should be spending a grip on this type of stuff, right? Uh -huh. But it's handled. You know what I'm saying? Like, how? who the fuck else do you think did that? You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, I can tell that this kingdom walk is working. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because it literally says that uh, in Isaiah 9, verse 6 and 7, when it was talking about the birth of Jesus, it said, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. You know, everybody says at Christmas. Mm -hmm. But they missed the most important part. It's right after that. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. 
hmm, a government is only in a kingdom. So the thing he didn't bring was a religion. He brought a government. So I'm over here like, y'all fighting over religion. He ain't even on that. That's what the Pharisees and Sadducees were. So yeah. then it said, um, his kingdom shall be ruled with justice and righteousness. I looked up justice and righteousness in the Hebrew. Justice literally means rights. Uh, righteousness in the Hebrew means right positioning, like you're following all the laws of the government. So Isaiah is basically saying, the kingdom is saying, if you have a right to what you're asking for, meaning you are saved and you are a kingdom citizen, and you are in right standing, meaning you are following the laws of the king and of the kingdom, following everything that Jesus said, there is no reason why you cannot have what you asked for. True. Think about uh, when Jesus was with the 5,000. They was over here tripping. Jesus said, feed them. He's like, and it was really a test. But he, he, but like, they failed, obviously. He's like, yo, how are we going to feed them? We got to go to town. That's a three days walk. We got to get all this food to feed them. He's like, bro, shut up. What do you have? We got two fish and five loaves. That's enough, bro. Give it here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then, they, like, bro, I'm just like, yo, this is wild. Like. So would you say that would be the high for you guys is because y'all can come together and know the kingdom and live the life of the kingdom? The fact that she supports me in it, yes, 100%. Because I even came to her, what was it, like six months ago now, seven mm -hmm. months ago? Yeah, just like that. And I was like, hey, babe, I know we like having sex, bro, but we can't go more. And she was like, you? Uh, and, I, and I wanted to get offended, but I knew what she meant. So I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, me. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Like, you know, because one, this is one of the things I learned about God. The closer you get to God, the less room you have for error because you know that better. True. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the reasons why Moses didn't get to go into the promised land because uh, God told him to talk to the rock, but he hid it. God still gave the people water, but he's like, all right, Moses, well, you fucked up, bro. You can't go now. I got to do what you do. Because you know better, bro. Like, you talk to me on the daily. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, dang. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, there's still slip-ups, and, like, we haven't had one lately. Like, no, we've been good. High five. Yeah. So is this until marriage or? That's the plan. Yeah. Or y'all just fasting? Oh, no. Yeah. And yeah. this is what I learned about fasting. There's no such thing as fasting one thing. Because if you look at all the fasts in the Bible, when Esther fasts, Ezekiel fasts, when Jesus mm -hmm. fasts, when Daniel fasts, everybody always talks about the Daniel fast when you only ate vegetables. Yeah. That was just to prove a point to the king because God told Daniel that eating vegetables is more nutrients than eating meat all the time. Mm -hmm. So that fast was to prove a point. But Daniel fasted also 40 days without food. Uh, matter of fact, the uh, sermon series that Kayla and I are on right now is uh, Dr. Monroe's The Process and uh, Power of Fasting. Um and we learned that actually the body is actually designed to go without food for 40 days. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. I'm like, bro, God is wild, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay. Because even when you read after Jesus was tempted, it said he fasted for 40 days and 40 mm -hmm. nights. And then he was hungry. Mm -hmm. We just think he was hungry because like we're always eating. And one of the things I learned from Dr. Monroe again, when you say you're hungry, you're not really hungry. It's, it's, it's no, it's just gastric juices, like, and that's acid because your body and your brain are connected. So it's like your brain knows you eat at a certain time of day. Mm -hmm. So every time twelve o'clock or eleven o'clock roll around, they secrete the gastric juices mm -hmm. because they think food is coming. Mm -hmm. So you're not really hungry. That's just acid in your body, and the way you dilute acid is with liquid. So mm -hmm. that's why they were able to go because they just ate like water. They drank water. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? This is intriguing. And Kayla even came to me. I want to fast. And I was like, 
you know, I was thinking the same thing, bro. <laughs> but I was saying it because I was thinking about all the food I was about to be giving up. But at the same time, it's like I'm not saying this to, like, be, you know, um, bragging about it. It's not that. It's really to inform because a lot of, and I'm not, you know, dissing any churches when I say this either, but it's like a lot of people may do it because they seen it in there but not know why it was done. Like, mm. a lot of people call Jesus the Lamb of God. But you can't tell me why they call him that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, we always talk about Palm Sunday, you know, before Easter. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't know, and I learned this from my mom, who's a preacher. Uh, but Palm Sunday is also the day that all the lambs go to Pilate to be inspected. The same guy who uh, did Jesus' trial. They take the lamb before uh, Pontius Pilate. They examine him all mm -hmm. over. And when the lamb is perfect, he says, it is finished. And mm -hmm. the examination is over. Jesus came in the same day behind all the lambs. We call Jesus the Lamb of God. Now, he was under trial, not by the religious leaders, not by the teachers of the law, but by Pontius Pilate, the governor. And the governor, after he did his whole thing, he said, I find no fault in him. I wash my hands of it. But this is a God-ordained thing. So Pilate can't say it is finished. Right, but somebody that. said it on the cross before he gave up the ghost. It is finished. So that's why we call Jesus the sacrificial lamb because he went through the same process that all the lambs uh, go through to get inspected before the Passover. That's good. Exactly. So it's like, yo, mm -hmm. like, no, when you really research this stuff, I'm mm -hmm. like, yo, this is real. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God. Like, I'm getting it. And one thing, the reason why I be lit about it is because it says in John, uh, uh, Jesus said it's necessary that I go, but I'm sending somebody, uh, and talking about the Holy Spirit, and it says, he and I will make our abode in you, and he will teach you and guide you into all truth. So anytime I learn something new, I'm like, yo, that wasn't me, that was like the Holy Spirit, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. bro, you're in there, bro, what up, bro? <laughs> like, my nigga, what's wow. happening? Like. Bro, but like really, and I be talking to people about this all the time. Like we did this in the Prime America office. Kayla yeah. was mad. I didn't get home till like eleven thirty one night because we were just talking about the kingdom like all night right after the thing. And so I do this all day. Like this is fun. This is wonderful. Like <laughs> okay, Kayla. So we talked about the highs. He mm -hmm. uh, gave y'all the high. Give us the low. Ooh, Anything Jesus. that troubled you guys that tempted you to almost break up, or if you guys almost did separate or did separate but come back together. What was the low that y'all were able to get through and make it happen and push through those lows? Ooh. Um, I would have to say our lows was me listening to family. Because mm, I'm close to my family, too. Yeah, so me listening to families was uh, our lows. Like, we were literally... Like, we weren't even together, honestly. Mm -hmm. no, we, no, no, we no. wasn't together. Um, we were talking, but we just knew we were getting serious. Mm -hmm. And we got into a really bad argument one night. Um, and then the next day, I let my sister, like, she typed up the message and everything because... I knew that wasn't you. I said that. I know, but when I read it, I was like, that ain't her, but okay. But yeah, so <laughs> my sister, um, I let my sister type up, and I know the worst, the worst way to, to break it off with people. Mm -hmm. Sent the text message. Mm -hmm. 
let him read it and then block them. I mean, like, what was it for? Just because your family was like, he a musician or something? Well, <laughs> yeah. I got, oh. the, I, got, um, I, got the then, real, I got the real version. Back, well, back and clean up. <laughs> wow, whatever. Okay, so I would, um, I brought Lawrence over to meet my family. When was that? What? Was it a holiday? Thanksgiving. Okay. So, um, bring him over for Thanksgiving. Um, this is the first time me bringing him around my family. Mm -hmm. I just mm -hmm. wanted them to meet who I was talking to. Mm -hmm. And so I brought him around. Every, um, all uncles, cousins, Man, look, they oh, they, they was in no, nah, they were in the foyer like the typical they, they planned this shit out and dudes. bro, they planned this shit out and I ain't gonna lie, that shit inside I was laughing, I was like, bro, that shit wild. Okay, anyway, uh, so they I come in, it's them and like they doing like this little gang thing and I'm like, bro, I'm from Oak Cliff, okay, but anyway. And they had like this whole Glock 19 on the counter. Like, no, they didn't. Yeah, and it was like, you got I like, didn't know that part. Yeah, and like, I did not it, it's know cool. That part. It's cool. I was like, bro, once again, okay, whatever. But he's like, yeah, you got a name, ho? I was like, yes, sir. My name is Lawrence Coleman. How you doing? Like, you shook his hand. I'm like, bro, like, yeah. So, anyway, go back to your story. Because that was funny to me. <laughs> well, after all that happened, they was like, oh, he seemed like a cool dude, whatever, like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking everything good. They like them, Shit, you know. Okay, yes. I was like, hey, you know, mm -hmm. you want your family to approve. Yes, you, you do. want you want your family to approve. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. Like they like them. So um, then it became um, my job was in a colony. Mm -hmm. He lived in Louisville, but the colony in Louisville was like right there. Okay. So he lived ten minutes away from my job. So I was like, why drive? from the colony all the way to Cedar Hill mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. that's where I live. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's an hour getting to work, coming back home, mm -hmm. an hour. So I was like, I might as well just stay with him. So we, when we were talking, I would stay with him a lot. So mm -hmm. I would literally just come home on weekend uh -huh. <laughs> and then be with him for a whole week, mm -hmm. the whole week. Um, my mom didn't like that. Okay. <laughs> she was like, my baby, you're supposed to be a homie. Mm -hmm. You know, I just came back from college, you know, yeah. just living with my parents. Mm -hmm. So she was like, I never see you no more. I Aww. miss you. And I was like, I miss you too. But it, I mean, I'm home on the weekend. Right. So like, you'll see me. And y'all be wanting us today, but then yes. we start dating. It's a problem. Okay. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so um, they, they started uh, questioning, asking, so where are y'all? And are y'all dating? I was like, well, we're talking. I was like, we're getting close to it. But I was like, I'm not going to rush anything. We're just having a good time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so they were like, he almost 30. He needs to be making a commitment to you. Uh, have y'all talked about this? Have y'all talked about that? And I was like, no, like I said before, mm -hmm. we kind of just enjoyed each other's time. We're having a good time. Right. My sister, immediately when she found out he was an alpha, never trusted him, never will. Dang. We said will, so that's current. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's current. Oh, oh, well, yeah. I mean, she don't fuck with me. I'd have no never mind, personally. But, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's, that's all of them. So, yeah. she was like, oh, no, nah, he just a player, blah, blah, this. So, she didn't like him. My stepdad, he didn't like the fact that 
Lawrence wasn't the type of person get a nine to five and be happy with it or just settle with it mm -hmm. just because you're making the money and paying the bills. Mm -hmm. So he didn't like that about Lawrence. He was like, I feel that he's 30 years old. He should have a better job than what he has now so mm -hmm. he can provide. And he, uh, how about this music stuff? What is he doing? Like, mm -hmm. we haven't even heard none of his music. It's all this. Oh my God, it's everywhere. You can go listen to it. Well, no, not at the time. No, that was like, no, because I played song. songs for him. No, you did not. When you first met them, yeah. Oh. <laughs> when you first met them, no, but this is like later on when we actually were oh. dating. I'm talking tell about. You about this one, damn. They had that one too. Damn, it's cool. I said that. I said that was iffy because you was a musician. I guess it wasn't this detail. It's all good. So, going back, <laughs> but, um, and then my uncle, my uncle was the main one saying, like, oh, okay, he's cool, whatever, mm -hmm. like that, mm -hmm. and I find out from my mom that my uncle was didn't like him, he said, he was like, I don't know about this one, she, and then my mom, she was like, well, you know, Uncle Royce don't get nobody business, and I don't think I think he he he's serious about Lawrence. Like I don't think that that's somebody that you should be dating. Is that her brother? That's her brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I was like, well, he in everybody's business, honestly. I was like, he's always in everybody's business, but I guess. <laughs> but, so how did you like block that out? Because of course y'all still together. So how did you like block out that noise from your family? Um. I didn't block it at first. That's why I was like, okay, my family don't like him. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is not going to work. I was very family-oriented, mm -hmm. like very heavy family-oriented. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's just not going to work. Not if they're not going to like him. Mm -hmm. And then we had our differences, too. We mm -hmm. argued a lot. And I don't like confrontation. Mm -hmm. And so I, sweet. Huh? I'm, I'm cool. So sweet. I'm cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, oh, he'll go back and forth all day long, all day long. But me, I don't like confrontation, and I felt like we were arguing too much, and so that gave me a sense of, like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. Mm. And so that was partially the reason why um, it was cut off, too, because I was like, I'm just not gonna deal with this. Mm. I was like, I'm good. Yeah. And how did y'all, like, push through for y'all to still be together? After that, we didn't talk for a whole month. Yeah, we didn't like, talk for a whole month. Like, key, I literally had him blocked. Because you blocked him. Yeah. Loki, I had to go through her best friend to get mm -hmm. through her. Because my whole thing was this. I was like, all right, look. I done fucked up on a lot of shit. But in a scenario where I'm not fucking up, nah, bro. We gonna, we gonna mm -hmm. reconvene and talk about this. Because right. I'm like... First off, if you're going to leave, leave on some, like, some shit. Like, I ain't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, when we met up, we met at the Margaret Hunt Hill Bridge, like, downtown. Mm -hmm. And, like, because, like, I didn't even have a number. We was Instagram, not even Instagram, Facebook and stuff. Like, and we really talked it all out. And it was funny because everything she was really tripping about, I was like, this is not a problem at all. And it's like... Not that I have a record, a, a bad record with parents, but it's like, I dealt with this before with my ex, like, uh, when we were in college. It's just like, because, I mean, they were a very close-knit family. They didn't really, like, outside of so on and so forth. So I was dealing with similar stuff. So I was like, this is what you was tripping about? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, case in point, one time we were leaving uh, Oakley Bible Fellowship. We, we went to church with her mom and them. Yes. 
And uh, her mom threw out a joke to a person who jokes. So she said, uh, I want to thank you for uh, letting my girl Kayla out the house so I can see her. And then I'm like, oh, she playing. Okay, bet. Let me play back. Because my family, we do this. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, my whole family, we play all the time, don't mm -hmm. we? Like, I mean, it's a fun play. Like, we're not just joking all the time. But, yeah, when it's there. So I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I like to let her come out the house from time to time. She smiles and laughs. But she the funny like part that. is, she ain't like that shit at she all. She did not like that. So I think she... she was like... Let let you come out from time to time. He trying to control you. I said, wait, and I'm like, hold and I'm on. like, wait, and like she told me about this, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? I said, Mama, he was playing. I was like, you threw it out there. I thought you was joking too. Right. You know what I'm I was saying? Like, we're just he just playing back and forth. She said, Nah, nah, I don't play like that. And then, she, and then, yeah, I think she said, what she said? She's like, I think I was gonna cuss it. I'm like, Yo, she could have oh, did. Yeah, she was no, like, and I'm and I'm saying, tell him about his no, and. I, and I was going to say, she could have did that. Because, yeah, because watch this. After yeah. she was going to do that, all I was going to do was defuse it. I was like, wait, first off, I was just playing. Like, it was just a joke. Like, hey, yo, like, you threw the joke out. I threw the joke back. Like, okay, I'm sorry. I pushed the button. But but it didn't get handled right then and there. Like, no. if you got a problem, say it. Like, and you know. Even I. Even I didn't know that until like towards the end. I was like, "Why did you tell you know me?" What I'm saying, like, I was like, "We couldn't. We can't we do shit about it now." About it. Yeah, I was like, "Why are you bringing this up now, Mom? I didn't know that bothered you." She was like, "Yeah, that rubbed me the wrong way." Uh -huh. And I was like, "Well, why didn't you tell me? Why did you say anything?" I was like, "I could have handled it right then and there. Like, we could have handled it." And she was like. Nah, I didn't want to say no. We just got out of church, and I didn't want all that drama. <laughs> I said, "Oh my gosh!" And oh. then, and then Christmas, we're at uh, <laughs> we're at her uh, uncle's house. Yeah, her uncle's house. Yeah. And um, we were sitting around the table. Things like me, your stepfather, another uh, friend, myself, and a young cat. We were just talking about like chopping it up. Uh, you know, just about women and what you want to do with your life, right? So. They giving homie advice about, uh, like, you know, women don't have a kid too early. Don't do this. Make sure you stay before you get with a woman. Make sure you make sure you're that. And I'm like, okay. You know, I'm like, okay, this is a cool conversation. This is some good stuff. But you're not really telling homie how to make sure he's straight, period, before he mm -hmm. even, you know, thinks about it. So I'm like... So what you want to do, bro? He was like, yeah, I really want to get in the agriculture. I said, oh, and land. That's good. I said, that's what's up. Because the only thing God ever promised anybody in the Bible was land. That's why they call it real estate because it's the only estate that's real. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So I was like, all right, so what you want to do with that? He's like, oh, okay, I want to work doing this. All right. And I said, what are you doing that for? He's like, well, what you mean? I was like, well, you got to be working, you know, this thing for a greater purpose. You're not, you don't want to just work for somebody else, do you? And he was like, oh, hell no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, exactly, bro. And I'm like, no, it wasn't like, no, you know, like shooting him down. But I was like, yeah. Something to think so, about. Right. Mm -hmm. So I started like hitting him with scripture. Same thing, Ecclesiastes 11, verse 1, instead and third. And uh, in the midst of all that, her stepfather like interjected because, I mean, he's had questions about it. And he was there. So it's like, I mean, I figured it was going to come up anyway because I'm on the subject. You know what I mean? So he stops me in the middle and he's like, well, what's your intentions with my daughter? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, my music's going to do. He's like, no, I'm not asking about your music. I'm asking what's your intentions. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, he did. It's cool. Um, but he's like, you know, what's your intentions with my daughter? I'm like, yo, I just said what I'm trying to explain to you. He's like, no, I'm like saying, do you plan on marrying her? Do you plan on I'm like, oh, yeah, you, oh, that. Okay, yeah, I plan on marrying her. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, oh, like. Okay, it was the short version kind of thing. And then, like, he started to keep going. 
And like, I mean, it ain't like we was like really getting into it, getting into it. But Kayla came, her mom came, was like, yo, y'all need to stop. I was like, no, it's okay. Like, let them get it out. And then he was just like, no, nah, it ain't nothing to get out. I was like, oh, okay, cool, man. Well, just say what you got to say. And then he was just like, so, you know, Kayla comes and says, you know, this, that, and third, you know, da, 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 da. So do you think, you know, woo, woo, woo. I'm like, okay, yeah, I think now I went the opposite way. And then it, it was like, it kind of, because I'm not trying to disclose all the info. It's like, it's like family business, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But it was just like, I ended up like siding on a different thing. And I didn't mind conversing why, you know what I'm saying, as to why. Um, and then it was like, well, no, no, let's let's stop the convo. And he was like, okay, let's go outside. And then they're like, no, we ain't got to go outside. I'm like, no, let's go outside. Like, why y'all stop trying to stop this? Like, no, we can go outside. So we're, you know, talking outside. And, you know, one of the things that I was explaining to him, I was like, all right, well, this is one of the reasons why I don't really get along or fit in over here. It's like, y'all are always like, and I'm not saying y'all in a negative way, but it's like, Y'all are on this side of the fence talking about this subject, money, this subject, da, da, da. I'm over here talking with my people about ideas, business things, like ways we can, you know, uh, get ideas off the ground, so on and so forth. Like, I don't sit and talk about this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't find it odd that I don't fit in. But at the same time, it's just like, hey, it is what it is. Like, we are who we are. And it's like, and if y'all are on the more traditional side, that's cool. But I've seen the traditional side. My dad worked in City Hall and downtown, like, for, like, 30 years, like, in a big office, like, uh, in charge of, um, what, uh, cultural affairs or something like that for South Dallas and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Made real good money. My mom, uh, director and vice president of human resources, almost every company she's been with. So, no, I've seen money. But I've also seen when they get off at 5 o'clock, they're angry. When right. they get off at 5 o'clock, they have a bad attitude. Right. Yeah. When they get off at 5 o'clock, they don't have no time to do nothing else because they say they're too tired to do this, that, and third. My dad was a musician before he worked for the city. My mom was an actress. She could have went to Juilliard, but because it was too far in New York, she wanted to stay home. And I'm like, y'all had these opportunities and you didn't fucking take it? And then that's why my mom has always said, she's like, Lawrence, I've always told you, follow your dreams. Do what you want to do. Like, because, yo, my mom has been on the corporate grind. I've seen her on the corporate grind. Like, come home, like, 8 o'clock. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, and my mom and dad, they're not together. So it's like, okay, my mom's a single mother, like, making this and providing for me and doing this. Like, and you're a pastor on top of this. It's like, yo, you have a lot of things going against you. You're making the money, but, like, you're not making it the way you want to. Uh -huh working hard today. I don't see mm -hmm. I don't see myself doing that. I never have and I honestly never will. Like even the jobs that I have now are means to an end. Don't get me wrong, Primerica is cool for anybody who wants to get in finance. I'm not a finance dude. Mm -hmm. But I do know how to inquire and uh incorporate skills to help me get to where I'm trying to go. Mm -hmm. I made twelve hundred and fifty dollars in four days with Primerica. Mm -hmm. And like it was legit and I was like bro and all I had to do was like do this app for this person Bro, this is going straight to the music. What you mean? Like, yes. <laughs> so it's like, yo, excuse my opinion, but it is what it is. Like, if y'all are going to be that way, y'all are going to be that way. Now, the way I get over the thing is I don't come around. It's not that I don't have a problem with them, but it's like Will Smith said it best. Um, he said, be around those who set your dreams on fire and seek those who fan your flames. Yeah. Well, if you don't fan my flames, there ain't no need for me to come around That's true. because we automatically on two different sides of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So now we're just going to be two people in the room having small talk. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
what are we here for? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kayla can go be with them all she wants. I'm not like I said. Her family's great. Like, oh man, her her nanny. Oh my God, I love her. Uh, uh, her aunt Shine. Yes, that's my friend. Like, no, so I have friends over there. But it's just like sometimes it's like, yo, if you're out to just talk shit or ask me what I'm doing or can like I hook you up with liquor like nah bro like that's not my thing so it's just like nah so it's like no that's not my thing mm-hmm. and it's no disrespect to you like I don't know like respect or, I mean I'm a great respect of a person like do your thing that's just not me you know and I won't succumb to it like when in Rome do as no nah, that's not me <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm not that dude so like if we're talking about something and I feel like I can contribute to convo I'm gonna say it right it's like um we were in a convo at uh, the house one time and it got biblical. Mm-hmm. And then I come to find out like uh, after the fact that uh, it rubbed somebody the wrong way. And I was like, well, yo, we talked about it. Like, mm-hmm. so uh, then I heard like they were told like just don't talk about it no more. I was like, but we're supposed to talk about the word. Mm-hmm. Why are we not talking about it? Like, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be shared, your knowledge and my knowledge. We're not going against each other. True. We're talking about the same book. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are we tripping about? You know, so it's like stuff like that. I was like, okay, well, instead of like trying to do this and diffuse all these situations, I can put that time to something more productive and be here doing this. Mm-hmm. So that's just what we do. I mean, I wish it wasn't like that because Kayla is very family-oriented. Mm-hmm. Like, and this isn't like, once again, it's not to discredit her family or call them disrespectful or anything like that. No, I have much respect for them. We're just on two different opposite sides of the men- not, m- uh, mental spectrum. Not that they're stupid, but it's like, I just think different, gotcha. you know? Nothing wrong with that. Now, my, and it hurts because, like, my family loves Kayla. Mm-hmm. Like, they love Kayla. And, like, Kayla can vouch. When we're around, like, when I'm talking to my dad, what are we talking about? Like, business, like, how to get uh, better, like, all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Like, it's not just these just circle of things. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, as soon as she said liquor distribution, I'm like, okay, we gonna talk about this um, hookup. No, <laughs> <laughs> hey, er- everybody does it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right. And so, um, as far as next things, what's next for you guys? Upcoming events? How can people keep up with you? Even though you put that in there earlier, for but sure. just remind the people. <laughs> All right, but you go first. Come on, come on. <laughs> what's upcoming for us? Yeah, and where they can Anything, find Anything, like for you, have you found like a studio? Like, what's next? Um, honestly, I haven't found a studio. Um, I've been taking, like, uh, my friend, uh, her name is Kenya. She has a uh, move with Monette. So mm-hmm. that's like a heel dance class. So I'll mm-hmm. take her class a few once in a while. But um, I haven't really just gotten into dance like I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, that's the reason why I got into Pro America also. Uh, I feel like I live pater- like paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. So every time I like get a little money, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I can just you know put this towards the class. Boom, something pops up. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I gotta spend it on this. Yes, yes, I gotta do this. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, we need that. So I got to right. put this towards that. So mm-hmm. it's just me um, really trying to get back into my dance, really trying to get back into just technique classes. Honestly, any dance class, I've been just looking up different places. Um, but yeah, as far as like our relationship, I love the way it's going. 
uh, I just pray that we just keep growing together. Mm -hmm. um, he's been teaching me a lot about the kingdom, and I've just been learning from him. Mm -hmm. And that's that's really great. Like, have somebody who can pour into you. Yeah, that's like, a great thing. Yeah, uh -huh. like, definitely, like, I've learned so much from him. Because at first, I was just like, mm, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I'm stubborn. Mm-hmm. He can tell you that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> but I admit it. I admit it. I'm yes, I'm stubborn. So when it came to a lot of things, like we would get into arguments, and then I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? You're actually right. Mm -hmm. Like he would get so upset that I'm not doing something, but he's upset because I'm not bettering myself. Mm -hmm. He's not that's upset because upset. I'm not doing it. Uh -huh, that's a good he's upset, upset because. He wants me to progress. Like, mm -hmm. he wants me to move forward. He wants me to do this. Like, mm -hmm. he wants what I want. He yeah. wants me to get back into dance. He wants me to feel motivated. He was mm -hmm. like, you always talk about money. Let's do this for America thing. This is like, help us save up for this. Help she, us save hey, up for that. Hey, look, she did always talk about money. So I was yeah. like, how are you going to say no to a financial opportunity yeah. but you're always talking about money? So yeah. I was like, so are you really just bullshitting? Or are you really, like, seriously don't want to do it, you right. know? Like, what do you have to lose? Yeah. yeah. But no, like like I said, I love the way we're going, and I just um, pray that we just keep moving forward, and that ring will come. Oh, oh yeah, no, <laughs> no marriage, just marriage is, <laughs> just slide it in there, you know. No, marriage is, is definitely in the plans. It is definitely no, we definitely talked about it. Um, just wait for the right time, honestly, because us. We don't want a big wedding. We don't want no little courthouse. You know, we gonna do yeah. it here. Gonna do we have a little reception. No, we gonna do it big. That's right. For sure. So for that's sure. why I say right time. For we gotta sure, get our money sure. together. Yeah. <laughs> so time to go ahead and all right. So I mean, nah, nah. I'm gonna do the. I was I'm like, you no, about to no. give it all. No, I'm not. I'm gonna do the. Yes, what's, they said what's next first. So okay. what's next? Like, yeah, marriage is definitely in the plans. We did just get a new puppy as well. Yeah, I saw the little. Yeah, you know. Yeah, his name's Snoop. You know, that's my guy. Yeah. Still puppy phase, bro. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, uh next, uh just looking for other studios to record out of, like my home base, they moved to Tampa, but they like got two new studio rooms, so I'm like, yo, y'all are expanding, so that's good stuff. So I'm just out here uh, studio shopping. I do have uh songs dropping but not till like around April because mm -hmm. I already have three projects out. Three projects that y'all should go get too, by the way. It's you got uh, children. But mm -hmm. last week was lit. I was like, okay. Thank you. I don't know which one, but thank you. It was, it's lit regardless. You know? <laughs> All of them. Oh, like, I really you. enjoyed your set. Oh, thank you. Really I appreciate good. that. I appreciate that. So, yeah, Children of the Mothership. Mm -hmm. It's the first uh, tape came out in May, so y'all can find that on all streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. Then you have uh, Two Summers Ago, that's my EP, that came out in June. Mm -hmm. As you can see, she really did say I like, had a lot of music, so yeah, I put a lot out. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, the hit song, On Your TV, right now, that's up to, like, what, 3,000 streams, and it was, like, at 1.5K on Tuesday, mm -hmm. so that's, that song is really moving. Um, yeah, uh, then you got Children of the Mothership, too. Yeah, that came out on Thanksgiving. Um, great album, you know, it's uh, it really shows uh, my growth and um, mm -hmm. there really are stories that really give you uh, the background to where I came from yeah. and how I got to where I am because it really is like watching a movie, like you can't skip a song, like can't skip nothing. It literally all goes together. It all flows together, yep. yeah. So uh, it's dope. 
Uh, then on top of that, got some modeling. Uh, got some modeling in, you know, trying to get out there, trying mm, to do some other things. Shout out I to Creative you. Clothing and Art Vibes Only, my peoples, you know. Uh, matter of fact, yeah, that was Art Vibes Only event that we was at. Uh, yeah. You know, that was a great event. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, um, and shoot, that's pretty much it, man. Go ahead, put out your hand, Lizzie. Oh yeah, my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> Follow me on the Instagram at uh Tony J R T O N Y J R underscore music. Then you got uh, my YouTube. I ain't gonna lie, I gotta go look at my bio because we I don't have a domain name yet, so we're gonna we're gonna work on that. <laughs> but yeah, so no, nah, I'm running everything primarily through like Instagram and. Facebook right now, mm -hmm. so you can search Tony Jr. on Facebook as well. My artist page is on there as well. Booyah! All right, so I always wrap it up with a motivational moment. Um, certain times it may be a quote, a verse, anything of that nature, but we're gonna do it different this time. Okay. I know from previous conversation, and you mentioned it here, um, you're definitely in the Bible. Looking at your stories, you guys read the Bible together and things mm -hmm. of that nature. So I want to know what is one verse that you live by. I have a lot. Um, well. And why? Can I do two then? We, you only one. Dang. All right. <laughs> only uh, one. Dang, that is. Okay. Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all this righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And the reason why is because in verse 25 through 32, before that verse, Jesus was talking, uh, asking the disciples a question about worrying. Mm -hmm. um, and he was saying, like, you know, why do you worry about what you will eat, what you will drink, what you will wear? Honestly, Jesus just destroyed everybody's prayer life because that's what everybody be praying for, you know. Um, and he was just like, look at the birds of the field, look at the lilies, uh, I mean, the birds of the air, look at the lilies of the field. Um, he said, the birds, they do not store, they do not uh, harvest, but yet the Father feeds them. Like, how much more important are you to the Father than these birds? Mm -hmm. And then he said, look at the lilies of the field. Not even Solomon, who was the richest man in the Bible, he said, not even Solomon, who was dressed in all his splendor, was clothed as beautifully as the lilies of the field. So how much more are you worth to the Father than the lilies of the field that are here today and gone tomorrow? He said, so I say, do not worry about what you eat, what you will drink, what you will wear, for that is what the pagans, a.k.a. the religious people, worry about. But your father knows that you need them. Mm -hmm. So just seek first the kingdom and its righteousness. Remember, it's right positioning. Right. Mm -hmm. And all the stuff that you worry about will be added to you. Mm. Well, I mean, that is it, y'all. Did y'all have any tidbits, anything that y'all feel like y'all left out that y'all want to talk about? Um... Talk to your, to your ladies, man. Like, communication, it is, it really is key. But, like, what I mean when I say talk, like, you can't be afraid to, like, really open up, like, mm -hmm. vulnerability type shit. Like, I mean, I'll even say it on, like, camera and the recording. Like, yeah, she didn't see me cry a couple of times, like, on some real shit. So it's just like. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, no, for sure. Like, real niggas cry too, bro. Don't let these niggas tell you they don't, bro. No, like, I know. It's just hard for people to say that out loud. Yeah. yeah. Some people feel like they're going to get judged and things of that nature. And so that's mm -hmm. why I'm saying thank you. Because some sure. men wouldn't share that. Look, mm -hmm. music is something I would die for. Hey, I'm not trying to go right now. I'm, uh. just, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> so, not going to You know, uh, but it's just like, and when... 
you want so hard to like achieve this dream and it's just not going as fast as you want now everything goes on god's timing but like you see it it's like you've been in so many areas like where you was like right there like mm-hmm. you know you this close you know that person and then they know that one person that can get you there and it's just That's like true. right there and it's just yeah. not there you know it's like why the fuck is it taking so long like then like you know being able to express all that and she mm-hmm. know exactly how i feel because kayla comes from performing Mm-hmm. So like it's one thing I tell all my friends who are musicians because some of their girlfriends don't do music. So I told I got lucky. Mm-hmm. She really understands because she went to Booker T. So she's mm-hmm. been around this almost her whole life. Mm-hmm. So like this is just picking up right where she left off. But still, even with the comfortability of the situation, it's still hard sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like yo, just talk it out, man. Like for real, for real. Yeah, definitely be fully honest, like. I I first said he was too honest, but I liked it. Like I liked like he told me everything bad that went wrong. Mm. Like like in his relationship, like everything that been, went bad and everything that went wrong in his relationship with his ex. And he told me every like not everybody, but he's told me some people that he's been with. Like you know, you know my whole history. You know my husband. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember their names, though. Oh, duh. Yeah. yeah no, you don't even know them, though. Yeah, I don't know them, know them. But, um, yeah, definitely be open and honest. And the reason why I trust him so much is because he is so open mm-hmm. and honest with me. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like he'll, he'll tell you, like, we haven't had sex mm-hmm. in seven months. Something like that. I think it's a little bit more than that, honestly. But um, around seven, eight months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he'll let me know, like, I'm having urges. Like, we'll, we'll talk about it. Hard, boy. Yeah, like, we'll talk about boy, it. You know, we'll hard, go through it. Like, okay, well, let's get our minds off of it. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he'll be honest with me. That's good. He won't go out there, you know do his own thing, mm-hmm. flirt, right. all that good stuff. Like, mm-hmm. he won't do that. Like, he's very open and honest with me, and that's what I I truly love about um, how, honestly, we started off the relationship. I love it. All right, y'all. Well, I think this was really, really good. Y'all opened up about a lot of stuff. So yeah, I want to thank y'all. We too, I thought we went too long. <laughs> no, you good. Hey, I tell y'all always go by vibes. So we was vibing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I want to thank y'all so much for coming through. Mm-hmm. This is season two, Black Love Running Black Businesses. You see that y'all are out here balancing a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this whole session was just for people to understand that our black couples are out here and they are doing it. Yeah. They don't show too much light on the good stuff but they always want to put out the best of, of what, you know, our culture is doing. Mm-hmm. And so um, I want to thank y'all again, sharing y'all's story with us. This is Brianna Javon. Thank you guys so much for listening. Night, noon, day, whatever the case may be. <laughs> um, y'all have a great one. See ya. Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at what's good podcast. 
Uh, make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see. And I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.